Well, hello. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And I like to call this my people I meet. Even though I didn't meet Stacy and Scott prior to officially like in person uh, tonight, I've watched Stacy. She's one of my people on my page that is always kind and generous and decent to me and supportive. And I know she's uh, when I was perusing Facebook the other day, um, I was quite stunned uh, to see a post uh, that she put on there about a recent diagnosis. And um, it, it made me want to reach out to her and have a conversation with her and, uh, and Scott. And they agreed. And um, so, you know, to just kind of set this up, I'll let them talk about more about it. Let me, let me get the, the, the stuff that matters here out of the way too. our sponsors, because they trust me to do the right thing all the time. Um, Chris Daniel Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome. And Dr. Bratlin would absolutely love the bravery of these two people. This is what, this is what freedom of life is all about. Um, it doesn't always give you a good, a good, um, sometimes life gives you shit, you know, and it's what you make out of it. And Dr. Bratlin's a big guy of making good out of bad. Um, our other sponsors, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center. I couldn't think of a better person to put on this. Matt McCarl is the awesomest guy. And I bet you, Stacy, I bet you I can get you a free treatment in the hyperbaric chamber. If you've never done that, you need to check with your doctors, but I bet I could get you in that chamber. I think Matt will put you in there. So, so here's the deal. Stacy's diagnosis is terminal. Um, that's what the doctors say. Um, eight to 18 months. Um, nothing was wrong before that. That's the diagnosis. Um, but if you think I can't watch this show because it's going to be depressing, well, you're wrong. Because um, here's the thing. This is real life. Okay. Most of what we see out there is bullshit. This is like real life. This is what really happens to people. And how they get through it and how they do it is so dang important. That's why we're doing this tonight. Is because you may get a little nugget out of this. that can, and, and your problem may be far less severe, but to you, you know what? It's, it's still severe because it's your problem, but I think you're going to get something out of this. That's why we do this. So Stacy and Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Happy to be here. Oh, I am so happy to have you guys on here because I think it's inspiring. Um, Stacy, so go back and tell me, tell me, let's run people through the story. Uh, how long ago was it? What was, what was kind of forget things? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I was, uh, you know, I've been doing my job as a finance manager at a car dealership for nearly 20 years, and I've pretty much been doing um, the same presentation that I've done um, that whole entire time, almost exactly the same. That's one of the reasons why, you know, I was so successful. And I suddenly just could not do the whole thing. I couldn't remember all the words that I had written down, you know, every single time. Uh, however many I did um, a year, you know, a thousand. Um, and I just could not remember. And I was like, man, something just isn't right. And uh, my husband went hunting and I was sitting um, at the dining room table with my daughter-in-law and I said, you know, there's just something in my brain that just isn't connecting right. Like it's just, it's just not working. Like I don't know what the deal is. Like I'm struggling. I, I couldn't take a credit card number uh, from a customer who owed some money and I would like write down the number and I was like, those four numbers were not the numbers that they just said, like, that is not right. And like, I know my stuff, like I am like on it. And I was like, this, this just isn't working. So anyways, um, I started thinking maybe cause I'm diabetic and I was thinking that maybe there was um, like some 
diabetes issues. I was thinking maybe I had some like mini strokes happening. Um, and, uh, I called, I was talking to my best friend about something else and she goes, okay, I, I get that those are some things that are going on. She goes, but what's happening with you? she's like, I don't care about all of that. What's happening with you? No, you need to call the doctor like right now. And I was like, oh, I will. She's like, no, you need to call the doctor. So I called the nurse and I told them what happened and they kind of went through um, some things. And um, she's like, okay, yeah, you need to go to the hospital. And um, I was like, oh, okay, well, I've got these things to do. I, okay. And I was like, I got these things to do. I'm the only other person there, uh, the only other manager there. So I just don't think that I can like go. The sales manager comes into my office and he's like, um, what's going on? And I was like, well, they said I should probably go to the doctor or to the hospital. And he's like, okay, so you should go. And I go, I got some things to do. And he's like, those things will be there tomorrow. They weren't. Um, but he was like, no, you need to go now. And, uh, the company that I work for is like incredible and they care more about their people than the dollar. And, uh, they were like, no, you need to go. And I was like, okay. So they drove me from Corvallis. Um, all the, I left my car there, drove me all the way to Springfield. My husband met up with me and, um, they were like, okay, let, you have to have an MRI. And they didn't um, initially do the, the ink, um, the, the, the MRI with the ink. I can't think of what yeah. it's called. And, um, yeah, the dye. And she was like, uh, so don't worry about it. Like no big deal. And then they pulled me back out of the MRI machine and she goes, okay, we're gonna have to go ahead and put the IV in. And I knew then is that when you kind of go like, you know, you're because as, as a cancer survivor, you're always waiting for their react and you can tell. Yeah. You know, that something's serious, even though they're really good at being calm about it. But you so you yeah. knew something was not right. I as soon because she was like she was like da, 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 like the whole time. And then she was like, OK, well, we're going to have to go and put in, go ahead and put that that ink in. And I was like, OK, but then I still just thought it was the diabetes. I thought it was, um, you know, just the mini stroke like issue. Um, and then, um, that was it. I think we had to wait like an hour and a half or something. And, um, then this really precious, uh, doctor, um, came in, sat down, great bedside manner, way better than the oncologist <laughs> sat down. And, um, she was like, asking some diabetes questions. So still I thought it was just the diabetes and she goes, okay, so, um, you have to get in an ambulance. You have to go to river bend and there's a tumor in your brain and it has to be taken out right away, like tomorrow, right away. And uh. I was like, wait, what, uh, what? And it was, and it, they were like, yep. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, so they get me over there and everything. And it was, I mean, it was so kind of quick. They ended up not doing it the next day because they didn't feel like they had their B team um, on or their A team, sorry. Still, I had brain surgery. I don't know if you knew that, but. Um, <laughs> well, you're going to use that forever, aren't you? Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, um, so they wanted to wait till they had the A-team on, which was the next day. And so that's why they waited one more day to, to do that. And they took so out a four centimeter mass. How big is that? Like, can you? Um, I don't know. From the. It looks huge when you look at it on the screen, like it looks, you know, really big. They weren't able to take out the whole thing. Um, and what is it called? It's a, you said it. Geoblastoma. Glioblastoma. Okay. Yeah. So GBM, I think, is the abbreviation. The deal with the glioblastoma tumor is that it's not really a hard mass. So it's kind of gelatinous but it also fades out rather than sharp edges to the end of the tumor. So 
they were able to take out all that they could see, but it gets into the brain tissue area where they can't, you know, you can't differentiate between the two. So that's what we're hoping the cancer or yeah. the radiation and chemo would yeah. take care of. So yeah. So when when did they tell you or how did they tell you that it was that this they can't do I mean it's terminal. I jokingly I well, you know, I mean I kind of wanted to just throw it out there. Seriously not thinking yeah. that they were going to tell me what they told me. I, I literally was like, so like, how long do I have? Like, not like really joking, but like, you know, kind of being a little dramatic. And um, she was like, mm, about a year. Wow. That what? was the day we were checking out actually that we got yeah. that news. So we what were really, we knew she had this, cancer but they hadn't gotten biopsy results back so we didn't know the full extent of it all and we're so we're keeping a good positive attitude and then it was just like the floor got the tra so right. trap door opened up and yeah. we were just, so just you felt the air just leave oh yeah mm -hmm. and we we had a breakdown then for about 10 minutes where we just kind of rallied around each other and, and said, okay, this is what we're doing now. So we kind of actually looked at the doctor. Um, cause I think she came back in later or something like that. And we were talking and I said, okay, well, that's not the deal. That's not how we're doing this. And she just kind of looked at us at first and, um, she, she, um, has, a. Uh, an accent and so I think she didn't know how to take us because you know before I was in the hospital with COVID for almost two weeks and you know they told me that I was gonna die then and um, I literally was like well no that's not happening and so that's kind of the same way that we're choosing to to live in this way the so same way you're 44 years old and between mm -hmm. the two of you, you have seven children. Yeah. So what do you tell the children? <laughs> well, we, we've, we've had talks with all of them. Uh, one of the things that we try to tell everybody is that not to really feel sorry for us because there's something at play bigger than we can see in all of this and how we affect everyone else. Our testimony is going to decide everything. Uh, whether you know our, the true blessing can come out in this. Whether we can reach that person that needs to know that when it's terminal, you can still smile. You know, and I just lost my mom in July, and so I had a good ten days with her before she passed, and I I know. I lost my dad when I was 11, but I know that on the other side of things, there's laughter and joy and, and you get to live again. So it's just a matter of keeping your head up and, and Doing what you're do, to do what you're supposed to do. And then it'll work it out one way or another. Yeah. So. Are, you, are you scared? I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. Yeah. We yeah. act tough. <laughs> <laughs> We're ball bags, both of us, but yeah of course right because you, you so what are the like what are the questions you would ask god <laughs> oh man why um you know uh a friend of mine just passed away we had gone to saint thomas um in june and she was a um incredible Christian woman. She died at 45 and um, <clears throat> she was powerful and good and awesome and amazing and amazing. And I don't know if you know um, who she is. She's Casey Spady. Um, I think she, yeah, you know, yeah. and such a, such a phenomenal person. And I'm like, I just want to be her when I grow up. Right. Even in her death, like I want to be her 
when when I grow up and and through this I really think about like her character and you know where she went and um I what really upsets me and the the questions that I kind of want to ask sometimes is how how does somebody who lives a life like Casey does who runs up that hill uh, so I stole her hashtag, Casey Run, Run Uphill. So my hashtag is Stacy Run Uphill. Um, but how, how is somebody who doesn't care about others, who doesn't give two poops about how they treat people, how do they get to continue to live and yeah. like, That's and, fair. and 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 do whatever they want without consequence? I you know, don't understand it. You know, Stacy, what used to bother me when I had cancer, <clears throat> and it's, and this is no hit to smokers, but I would see people like living really unhealthy lives and stuff. And I used to, under my breath, I never said it out loud, I'd say it to my wife, but I'd say, they're asking for it. And I'm doing everything I can to prevent this. And, and then you get to that point where, and I'm not telling you how to do this at all, <clears throat> but you get to that point where you realize it's, this is my story. Mm -hmm. right? Song. This is my story. This is my song. Yeah. Praising the Savior all the day long. So this is what I'm going to live. And I'm going to go out of this thing. And I even thought I'm going to go into this prostate cancer thing. And mine was not even near serious. I mean, really, in the big picture, you know. Yeah. But it's like, Cancer's cancer, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. When they say, I yeah. feel the feeling, when I sat there at the table, and when the doctor finally says you have cancer, it's just this. It, it, I'm actually Scott. You said it. The floor goes away. Yeah. yeah. Sitting, I'm sitting down. Luckily, and my wife was too. And you just sat there, and then we just sobbed. And then with yeah. our kids and stuff, because it's all so fresh and raw. Um, do you? What? Um, so you guys didn't talk obviously about. I mean, your goal is to get to the end of this and go. It didn't happen. Um, we we survived this thing, and I think you have to keep that mindset and go. Yes. You're gonna fight it. You're gonna do the things they tell you to do. So tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow you start. You take the chemo pill. You have it at yeah. home now. Yep. But you take the pill. What is that? That what is that like? I mean, I'm struggling with it honestly. I think I said that to you earlier today. Um, like I'm not struggling with the um, the other the other aspect of it um, with the radiation, but I mean, you're literally taking something that in any other way, they'd be like, what are you doing? Putting that in your body? Like, what it's, are you it's thinking? It's poison, basically it's poison. poison. Your body. Yeah, and, and yet case, we're doing that. Now let's be really surfacey, okay? <laughs> Very shallow, shall we? Okay. <laughs> you have awesome hair. And you're probably going to lose it. That's got to be, I would be, that would be, to me, that would be, you know what I mean? I mean, okay, Scott. It's my no, number one issue. Is it really? Oh, God. I think it would be one of mine. I mean, you but know. Like, so like, before we went into surgery, we were talking with the doctor, uh, Dr. Coons, who's amazing. But uh, my wife asked her, so how much of my hair are you going to cut to do the surgery? And she says, well, how much do you want me to cut? And she said, none. So... Uh, they went through the surgery and everything, and she called from the operating room and said everything went good. We got nine, more than 95% of it, you know, everything that we could see, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and the second thing she said was, and I didn't shave her head. I said, those two things are actually almost equal in value to my wife right now. So you have no idea. So then we were happy to be able to tell her yeah. that when she was away. <laughs> So, yeah. so tell people what, because I think the fun part, we talked a long time before the show. <clears throat> tell, tell me that about you had already, before you knew that you had this, you guys already went out and bought a truck and a motorhome. I mean, kind of tell people this story. I think this is really, this is, this shows that God has a plan in all of this. Yes. That's why we, we definitely think that we have a plan. I mean, we would have never purchased a new truck. We would have never purchased um, a new trailer. Um, and like literally um, probably a month and a half-ish uh, before I was diagnosed, um, 
we went out and we did that and we were planning on you know traveling and doing some fun stuff on the coast like we just were like okay we have to have a specific trailer for specifically this 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 and this like there was a goal in mind this is what we were gonna do and it literally all just came you know to fruition in exactly i guess the way that it was it was meant to be and and but now we're gonna travel tell your plan tell them your plan you're gonna sell your house tell them the whole thing yeah so we're selling our house which is i mean you see all the you know for some of you that you know kind of watch us we you know do a lot with our koi pond and we do a lot of flower planting and we love our yard and and the home that we live in but um there's just a new time now so we are selling the house um paying off everything and um gonna travel and live and give a hopefully give us the opportunity to um find um uh trials you know because this is a this is a cancer that is is supposed to come back um and usually comes back with a vengeance and quickly and so once the treatments are done and we're in um the the maintenance portion of that um we're hoping to be able to have enough you know money to go and do those trials and wherever that may be wherever that may lead us throughout the country and uh, so we'll have a trailer to be able to live while we're having these trials done and um and hopefully survive like we we don't have the plan of saying goodbye we want to say see you later <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do. so what has <clears throat> what is the stuff people don't see like you know i mean because It's going to be really hard when, when, you, when you go to bed at night and then you wake up in the night, you're going, how many more do I get? Yeah. How many more of these? And, you know, and, and I know we all hope, you know, and, and we all believe that not all, but we believe there's something on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Still, you kind of go, <laughs> you know, but, but I want, I want him. To be right. with me, and yeah. our, and the, the unfortunate thing is, if if this does work out that way, and and then Scott, what do you, you know, you're left, and you can't think about that now, but it's like all those things are just so scary that maybe it's it's constantly uh, uh, no, did we freeze? Hold on. There, there you are. Go. We're back. We're You're back. back. Okay. It's constantly. It's a struggle to to just kind of not think, not let the depressing part of it get to us. Yeah. Uh, my, I had a talk with my oldest son the other day. He actually had a talk with me. Uh, I've always said in our marriage that you know, she's she's the only thing that's holding me together, and if and really holding me here in my mind you know but uh if anything ever happened to her because i'm from alaska that i would and i'm just so fed up with oregon politics that even though alaska is not any better i can go out and be away really easy away from all of the politics there you know well my right. son they kind of took it like i'm just going to go out in the woods and die and and one of the things i told him was what kind of a testimony would that be you know and and what would I leave in that regard? I'm, I'm already suffering. We're all suffering already if this comes the way it's said to be, you know, and to compound that with just a selfish act like that, that's never, never been in my plan, you know. Uh, my, my testimony of what happens after is going to be the only thing that matters in this, you know. And, and even, even dealing with this, you know, we're, we keep a pretty good chin up for most of the time, but then we're kind of in this roller coaster thing where at different times we're both kind of going through it, you know, 
uh, the saying that when you have cancer, everyone has cancer. It's, you know, it's the... It's no the one understands that. Yeah, nobody yeah. understands that until it hits your family. And then yeah. you realize everybody deals with it. And you got seven kids and they're all going to deal with it in a different way. But and you know, grandkids. Yeah, we have, and yeah. we have four grandkids and we have, a, we have another grandkid on the way. And like they found out and told us like, you know, right away when all of this was kind of happening. And it's like, you know, it's like, man, if there's any more reason for me to like push fight. through and fight, like, I mean, I can't you're, you're pretty bad. I mean, you're pretty badass. She is. She is bad. I mean, right? Bad I mean, I see you on. You can tell, and you have. By the way, just when you get done, you should go look at the comments because there's a ton. Yeah. Of friends, people that know you and stuff. Um, but you, you, um, are, are you kind of? Do you kind of get this thing? Like, I remember when when I was being treated that the nurse. I was telling you this earlier, but the doctor figured me out really fast. The oncologist, and he said. <clears throat> I'm going to blast the cells with radiation. I'm going to kill the bad ones. I'm going to damage good ones. Your job is to go to the gym every day and restore those cell good cells that I damaged. Well, that's probably not even true, but it were it hooked in my head. And so I'd lay there on that table and those nurses would be, um, and technicians would be, and we'd be really afraid. They'd be snapping me. They go, what are you going to do after this? I'd go, go down to the gym and kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was well, like guys, thing, you know, where you're going and going, just going in. So, man, I hope and pray that you scare the shit out of this cancer. You know, yeah, that it's like you yeah. go in there and this glass to blast of whatever the hell it is is going yeah. like that. I have never met one like that before. You know, yeah. it's got, it's the amount of people that have like literally use those words with me if there is anybody who is gonna beat this it's gonna be stacy freaking randall like i can't even tell you but i guess one of the biggest fears that i have now is you know obviously besides this is um failing <laughs> because it's like so many did you read that one like, yeah if anybody's gonna do it it's gonna be that girl you know yeah but you know what here's the thing you do it your way. Yeah. And even if, even if this takes your life, um, I, Stacey, Randall, you go out punching and screaming and smiling and, you know, and doing your thing. Just you got a bigger than life personality. And so if it's bigger than life, then then death can't stop it. That's right. True. So you leave, you leave a swath behind you that is impenetrating and just like a like a storm that goes across the country as you hop into your motorhome and go at every person you meet, infect them, not with the cancer. <laughs> That's realistic. No, but you can infect them with the love of God and what he's doing. And maybe yeah. this is like, you know, we're, we're all put here to do something. And maybe this is like what you're supposed to do. And then in the end, when it's all this, you get to thumb your nose at the, at the doctors, not That's literally. Right. But, you know, and go, I not only got to live death, but I got to I got to beat it. And then if you do end up passing away from this, um, it was meant to be. And you're going to be fine. You're the lucky one. <laughs> so uh, the, the philosophy here, I, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Papillon. It's a 1973 with uh, Steve McQueen. Anyhow, at the end of the movie, he jumps off the cliff with his homemade raft. And he's supposed to die in it, but the the movie's over and the camera pans out and he's like, "Hey, you bastards! I'm still here." <laughs> so that's that's the way we're living. Debbie Jones just put on here. Please have her reach out to me. My friend was diagnosed nine years ago that she had a year to live and she's still here. Yeah, and so. I had a, a story from a lady actually. Um, I have a. A, a few people that have like really reached out that had, you know, those same um, stories um, in our, within our community. But uh, one really, something that you were saying earlier about your story in regards to your radiation, um, she was saying, and I mean, and this is like my thing now, right? I, I think of radiation as going pop, pop, pop. And 
um, she said uh, in 19, 1998, no, 94, um, she was diagnosed uh, with cancer and she had little kids at home. And, um, and they told her she was, you know, given a short time to live. And this, that was 1998 and she's still alive today. And I knew her when I was growing up, my aunt worked at the credit union and, and then she was a, a rep for credit unions within uh, the community. So then I got to, you know, know her over the years and then, um, to, to see that story and then remember that that's what she was like, you know, and she survived it. And it's been this um, long time is, is to hear those stories, especially from people that, you know, weren't supposed to survive and now they are. When we got the information from the doctor, because it sounded so just hopeless, we said, has anybody come back from this? And she said, well, actually, yeah, there's been several cases. I said that you don't have to tell me. I just needed one example so that either we're going to be the first example or we're just going to continue on with that. So, you know, what drove me crazy is all the people coming because people just don't, they don't they mean well, but they just don't think. And how many people that I heard, they'd come up and say, oh, my dad had prostate. He died. You probably want. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why? no, 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 I don't need to hear that. Don't tell me anything or something like that. You'd be looking at my crotch and going, you have to say cancer. And I'm like, if you can see it, we're both in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what's really incredible? I feel, I mean, because I already feel like our story is already like, you know, hitting people. But um, the amount of people, like, that have come out and said, man, I, you know, I watch your posts or, you know, you, you give me this, you give me that. And you're like, I did that for you. Like, are you serious right now? And like, so many people have said that or have come out. And, um, I mean, and for example, um, a guy that I went to school with my best friend and a guy that I went to school with who lives in Bend, um, they're starting, a, they started today a spot fund uh, thing to help us so that we don't lose our home, you know, in the process of trying to get it sold and, you know, and everything and, and helping us out. And it's like, but we've seen each other at like our reunions and you're helping me with my best friend, but you're helping me trying to make sure that these things don't happen. And like what God provides in that is so ridiculously incredible. Okay, post the spot fund on there. I'm sorry. Um, Kim posted the spot oh. fund link while Speaking you were saying it. <laughs> no, but why? I mean, actually, it was coming up while you were saying. I was going, okay, we did not pre-plan this, everybody. I'm a good producer, <laughs> but I'm not. Good. Stacy, let me ask you a question. So who is the author of your life? Who is the author of my life? Yep. Is that what your question was? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, well, Jesus. But I would say me and Jesus. <clears throat> okay, so here's how I think it works. You are the author of your life. Mm -hmm. God and, and, <laughs> and the trio is your editor. Yeah. Oh, I love so, that. So you get to go in and they're setting the stage for what you're doing. So here's the plot, but they don't, <coughs> excuse me, give you answers. So you get to go in and go, how, how is Scott and I going to live this thing? We've been given. So obviously this is for us because it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't. This is ours. This is our story. And so we're going to go live this out loud and we're going to live it as vibrantly as we can. And when we have shitty days, we're going to take them and we're going to just have bad days. Yeah. But we're going to live this for people and for us the best way that we know how. We're going to travel the country and we're going to meet people and we're just going to share the love of God. But it's your story. So if you have a shitty day, then you get to talk about that. And if you have stuff that doesn't work right, then you get to put that in. But you also, as Scott's writing the story with you, mm -hmm. to put questions in and you put the periods down and you keep the questions in the story. 
You don't take any of that out. Quotations are awesome. And just write this amazing story of Stacy Randall while you're doing it. It's, it's already it's pretty amazing. It's already a good story. It's, it's going to be an excellent story, and you're going to live it just the right way because that's and, – and, and having the bad days is, does not mean you're not living it the right way. Yeah. Right. You know I mean, I think because sometimes – Because I'm pissed. <laughs> because right. I'm pissed. Yeah. Well, and I, I think am. that – I think there can be a chapter that says, you know, the I am pissed chapter. And, <laughs> and I never said, I think for me when with cancer and I, and I know other people do, and I'm not saying I did it right. I'm just saying, I never said, why me? Yeah. Um, I just, I, 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 I thought, I think I was just to a place in my life where so much, I <laughs> quite honestly, I, I'd lost so much. I mean, I was, you know, I gave up my career. I lost the race for secretary of state very publicly. People still tease me about that. Um, and my business wasn't going well in the beginning. And I mean, everything was going downhill. And then that it was like my, my joke used to be God would come to me. Go, here's what we're going to do. You get to quit KZI. Oh, yeah. And you're going <laughs> to run, run for public office. Oh, do I win? No. no. Okay. <laughs> the next thing, what's that going to be? It's going to be really good, right? Yeah, you're going to get prostate cancer. Whoa. <laughs> oh, see, I went down, down. Now I get to go back up. And God's yeah. going, you're not going down. You're going up. My up is different than the world looks at up like this. I look at up as going like this. Yeah. Interesting. This is my story. And then I just lived it. And I think, honey, yeah. I think you are going to, I think you're just going to do this. So you, and I'm excited to watch the progress and I'm excited to see what Scott has to has to write about that. Um, Jason, one of my dear friends who loves the F word, he says this. Yes, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> you very, have, very much so. You have lots of people in your court, um, yeah. and I think that um, and the but and that matters. It does, but I think it also matters that um, you you are right on target. With where God wants you to be, because yeah, it's that. not like it's not like I, I I used to sit there like what God sitting down and God's you know, on his book and somebody goes, did you know Stacy Randall has this, this uh, serious cancer? Oh, I'm so I was talking to the Archangel Michael and I did not I was not aware of that. Yeah. And, you know, you know, to me it was like you know somebody goes, God, Rick has cancer. It's 2010, and he goes hmm, right on target. Yeah, we're good. But why me? You know, the after story is the is the whole story. The cancer isn't the story. It's right. the change that you, that you come about, like the caterpillar. You know, yeah, in the transformation process of it all. Well, and, you have, you have to have a villain, right? Story, Disney. I mean, you know, the the Sleeping Beauty. There's the, the the evil witch that gives her the apple that's supposed to kill him. I mean, yeah. that every every story has a villain. Yours happens to be this glass to blast to love that. And, and, and that's the villain. And so use the villain to create the best story you can. That's what we're yeah. doing. That's what we're doing. So putting that pill in tomorrow and you put it in it, no fear. There is no yeah. fear. Yeah. This is, is going to be hard. Oh, yeah. honey, I'm going to be praying for you and thinking about you. I, my, my stomach is in knots over that since I heard because yeah. just, um, but yours shouldn't be. Just let ours do it. Yeah. We'll you know, it's what's frustrating is when I get what people say, you know, when they go through their trials and their tribulations and and not necessarily asking the why's, but like, okay, God, like I get it. You have a lot of faith and belief in me. But man, could you just like chill it out for a little bit, you know? And it's what? like the when growing up was like really a struggle. We all have our stories. Um, but it's like I am so blessed and so lucky to have the best people in my corner, the most incredible husband in the world. And it's like you're taking that like I'm not going to have that. Like, how is that fair? Right. 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 You want to say, why didn't you give me toenail cancer? 
I mean, you have things. to give me the big, I mean, Rick got prostate cancer. Why can't I have something like that? Well, honey, you don't have a prostate. Um, <laughs> I want to caution people in the audience and people who know you is, I don't know if this, this really used to irritate me is when people, you go, yeah, you know, yeah, I have cancer. It's, you know, it's terminal. Oh, you'll be fine. And you're going, no, 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 no. First of all, when the doctor says you have cancer, my definition of fine and yours yeah. change. Yeah, completely. Yeah. You, you still walk away. You go and say, "Oh, poor Stacy and Scott. I'm going to be praying for them." But the bottom line is, you are going through it. So yeah. fine is just the. I thought it was. I know it's trying to be encouraging, but say what your friends are saying here is, "You're a fighter." Those are the things you need to hear. You're yeah. a fanatic. You're going to go take this thing on, not you'll be fine because you'll be fine. It's like, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just learning to speak the right things to people and stuff like that. Oh, you guys, I really like who you are. I think you're going to be, I <laughs> think you're going to make a tremendous story. We're, we're kind of fans of yours as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am so glad you agreed to do this because um, I think, you know, I, I did an interview with, uh, Laura Caldwell and Hugh Caldwell, um, she had breast cancer and then it was became to the point where it was going to be terminal. And it was one of the most interesting interviews I ever did because she was at the end. I mean, it was oh. it was like coming and she knew it and she let me talk to her. She was nice and kind enough to let me in those last moments. And I'll never forget. I'd say, what are you going to miss? And she goes, you know, and she, she had things that she was going to miss and stuff. And then. She, then Hugh says, yeah, and then blah, blah, blah. And she goes, that I'm not going to miss. When you interrupt me, Hugh, I'm not. <laughs> like, it was the sweetest thing because there was things she's actually going, there's things about Hugh I'm not going to miss. And, and she, she, but she was in that different place like that. But it was like such a charming thing. And, and then after she passed, it was like such a, such a great thing for the family to have this really kind of cool. Interview. And real. Yeah. Yeah, it was real. And it was real because it wasn't. <laughs> sugar-coated so that's right. what I, I guess i tell you that story because as you guys are writing this don't sugarcoat anything let us let us you know and doesn't mean it has to be now but let us see the the, the things that you're doing because we need to know that um you know it's that, that great strength that comes from your life and stuff like that and you are frozen let's be frozen on this side It's probably our amazing service. Yeah, it's a good service for the most part. Come on back, Rick. I don't know how to. Don't do anything. I know, huh? Yeah. Oh, that would have been bad. I wonder if, oh, I guess I'm the whole show now. Oh, that's funny. Oh, no. This is one, one view.
<clears throat> okay, we lost our internet. Now we're back, but uh, Stacy and Scott are there. They are. That was so weird. I think it was my internet died <clears throat> or got clipped. Gotcha. Yeah, that was weird. I I was sitting here going, and it wouldn't come back or anything like that. And then you you can't get out of it. Um, yeah. It was just kind of sits there. Well, you guys, I honestly, I think I've probably taken enough of your time. I'm getting on to, we're almost at an hour. <laughs> so um, I will be praying for you. Thank you. I will be watching for the highs and the lows. Yeah. Um, when you take, you know what, when you take that little pill tomorrow, mm -hmm. just say, God, don't let this hurt anything it's not supposed to. Just keep doing that. And then, you know what I mean? I think that. Yes. It just, and, and let him, he, he's stronger than the chemo and he knows what he's supposed to do. So let him let it do the thing it's supposed to do and not do anything that it's not supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah, we agree with that. And then when your hair is falling out, <laughs> I will cry. You. you can call me and I will cry with you. I know you, you understand me. <laughs> I totally, that would be, Scott, you know, here's the thing. Scott just doesn't get it. I mean, he's, he just don't. Go, oh, well, now you see what I go through all the time. That's not the same. Not the same. When you've been blessed with glory hair like her, <laughs> you do. That is like, it's you know a lot. I heard, I heard when it comes back, sometimes it comes back darker. Oh, interesting. So you might have this like black hair when you come back. I plan, I'm, I ordered, I'm ordering the cold cap. Um, so I'm going to try the cold cap and see if that helps at all. And um, I mean, yes. Well, you know, and you could make that kind of part of the whole thing. Make the make the baby part. Like if you're going to be a baby, it's not <laughs> about the pain or that. It's about my my, my hair. hair. You could do a whole series on, you know, pulling off your hair and going, oh, my God, my hair. Yeah. yeah. Or just Are have some really cool wigs. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about that part of it. But get really wild ones. That'd be okay. Could you, could you please find a gray one? A gray one? Yeah, so we can be alike. Yeah. Okay, I'll see what I can do. We can be hair, we can be hair horse together. Okay. Hair horse. <laughs> you, do right. you guys take care of yourselves, okay? Okay. All right, and then in a few months or something, get it, get in contact with me. I'll be watching and stuff, but I'd love to have you back on as you're going through. Yeah. You're in a good place. I don't want to, you know, to, to exploit you. I just want to, when you guys are having some fun stories, you can tell us. That would yeah. be really fun. Yeah. There will be, be plenty of stories. There will okay. be. Okay. All right. Hang in there. Thank, Thank you. you. Go kick some butt. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. See you later. So that's what it's all about, you guys. Um, thanks for hanging in here for that little vacant section in there. Um, yeah. The people I meet, I'm a I'm a very blessed man. I get to I get to talk to people like that, and then I walk away, and I feel inspired, and I know you do too. Um, but for those of you who are um, people of prayer, um, I would really ask that you would keep them in mind, and not just the things that you know that you think. Um, I, I mean, I'm wanting to be more specific with my prayers, but I also think. You know, God take care of them. That's good. God helps Stacy to do this the way she wants to do it. Um, God helps Scott to be able to support Stacy. Stuff like that, you know, real personal things. Those are the things <clears throat> that I think um, make a difference rather than just, and you know, and, and all the healing thing too is great. Um, but let them deal with that with God. And, and you know, you can pray for healing, but also pray for the little things. Um, <clears throat> that's what they need right now. Um, God will take care of it other stuff, the big stuff. And he'll take you to the little stuff too. But I think it's more, more charming to get in there and kind of, because then you have to think about it more. It's easy to just blow it off and say, make them better. But when you say, have Scott, make sure that Scott is really um, watching out for her today, that kind of stuff. And so tomorrow, everybody should be praying that that little shitty pill um, can do no damage. All it can do is destroy what it's supposed to do. Our show is brought to you by <clears throat> New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center. And Stacy, I will talk to Matt and you get in there. If you if make sure your doctors are okay with you doing hyperbarics, but I don't see why it's just oxygen under pressure. Um, and I know Matt will give you a free treatment. I'll talk to him. And also Chris Dental Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome.
Uh, we couldn't do our shows without them. And tomorrow night, we have got a friend of mine who's a news guy here in Montana. He's going to be helping us with some stories. And I might have another story that I'm going to add into there. Um, on Wednesday, uh, we got some guys coming in because there's a new bit, a measure in Oregon to greatly limit gun use with hunting. So they're going to come on and talk. And then Friday is Crazy Rob, Kim, and Bill London. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good day.